I give a quick update in the beginning of this episode if you want to skip that life update and get right into the content skip to seven minutes and 47 seconds in okay hope you enjoy hi welcome to the hello joy podcast where we discuss life in our 20s relationships and love faith and self-care and all the shower thoughts i'm your host danielle joy robinson and i have no excuses for me not posting in how many months has it been now i think my last post was in august august of 2023 it is now december 7th 2023 no excuses i can't justify my behavior however i do want to give an update to begin this episode because i think if you after you hear my update you will understand why it's taken me so long to come out with another episode. So first things first, I'm a college student. I'm sure many of you are that are listening, if you're even still here listening. Shout out to the ones who are. And I appreciate you. And I love that you're still tuning in. I have been so incredibly occupied and overwhelmed with the school workload that I have this semester. The school load isn't as bad, to be honest with you, but this is my last semester of college. Not sure if any of you knew that, but I'm graduating next month, which is crazy. Technically, I'm walking in May of 2024, but I'm done with school January 20th, I want to say, of 2024. So it's December 8th. I have about a month and a half left and I have lots of feelings about it. I'll get into it, but I'm just graduating early, but three and a half years um, in. And next month I have a trip to South Africa, which is my last class. I'm studying abroad. And I'm studying abroad in Stellenbosch, South Africa, which is about 30 miles from Cape Town. I'm studying business and I'm excited about it. I'm very excited. I might not sound that ex- as excited right now, but I'm most definitely excited. I This is going to be the longest time I'll be out of the country generally and without my parents. So in high school, I went to Italy and Greece but I was gone for maybe two weeks. And then this past spring break, I went to Mexico with my mom. And now I'll be in South Africa for two and a half weeks without my parents and without anyone that I know. I'm going with, I think it's five other girls in my program. But yeah, it's it's going to be a great experience. Also, apologies if you hear a ton of white noise or the heat kicking out or something anyway so yes south africa next month i leave new year's day i come back the 19th i think and yeah okay that's been a lot trying to get my trying to get trying to be able to get to south africa and do a study abroad trip before i graduated has been a chore to say the least and i finally am at a position where i'm able to go finances are in line and 
amazing. Now, what's next? I am working for the Vikings right now. If any of you follow me on Instagram and are up to date on that, I have an internship with the Vikings that's over at the end of the month because the season's over at the end of the month. We have two more games, which are also exciting. It has been a great experience and I'm so glad that I've had the opportunity to work for them and meet the people that I have and continue to meet. Hope I get some connections in that realm of sports communication, communications. Um, my major is communication, the minor in psychology. So that's what I'll be graduating with. And I'm hoping to be in a field that encapsulates what I like, both my passions and my skill set with communications and um, human connection, people, networking. So that would be super cool too if I got to still work for the Vikings or the Timberwolves or some other major professional sports team. And life after college and my feelings towards it, at this point, because I'm graduating a semester early, I feel like I have a little bit of time to kind of sit and figure out what I want to do, especially since during that time I would have been in school anyway, so I don't necessarily feel the need to rush into a job or a career path even, just because, yeah, I have some time and everyone's on their own journey. I really have to come to terms with that. I really need to sit with that one because it's so easy to look at somebody else's life and it's so, it's so not just easy, but it happens so often where we look at other people's lives and we say, well, they got a job here right away or I don't know. There's so many things that we think about that don't have to do with us and our journey, but I think I read some, I'm trying to remember if I can think about this correctly, but I think I read something the other day about jealousy and envy and how someone said that don't try to run somebody else's race or something where it's like they're on a path that was paved for them. Why would you run their race? Why would you run their path? It wasn't paved for you. So... I don't know, some food for thought there. And my feelings towards ending, I'm excited and it's bittersweet because I'm excited about relaxing <laughs> a little bit. I, I've been in school forever, my whole life, as we all have for the most part. And I just feel exhausted, to say the least. I feel a little burnt out and I've been working so hard academically and extracurricularly <laughs> that I just don't feel um um yeah I'm just kind of tired and I've accomplished a lot and I'm grateful for all of my accomplishments and the opportunities that I've been given and have received but I am checked out and I'm ready to just kind of get back to what I love to do, my passions, you know, playing the piano, acting, writing my own music, crocheting, just getting back into what I love to do because that's also super important. I don't want to work my whole life. That doesn't seem fun to me. So, okay, that was an update. It wasn't as quick as I thought it would be. We're seven minutes in, but I also haven't posted or uploaded in four months so that's my four month update 
and let's get into what we're going to talk about today. So I didn't know what I was going to talk about today, but I had some thoughts on my mind and I wrote them down and I don't know the exact direction this is going to go. I think I, I feel like I say that every episode, but it's true. I don't map out my episodes as completely as you might think I do. I've got a couple bullet points here and I'm just going to go off the fly, but I'm naming this episode. It's time to talk. For multiple reasons. One, because I haven't been here for a month. So yeah, let's talk. But also, recently, I'm really coming to terms with the dating culture in this generation. And I would love to talk about it. I know that was such a switch up because we're going from my life update to now talking about dating culture. I get it. But we're all experiencing it. I know it. I know we are. Whether you're cuffed or you're not, you're experiencing it. And unless you're older or unless you're significantly older or significantly younger than me at my 21-year-old self um, or 21-year-old age. But either way, I feel like in some way a lot of us are experiencing some... What's the word? I don't know. Can't think of it right now. Let's get into it. I have a couple, I have some questions that I ask myself every day and I feel like I talk to my friends about all the time and I don't know if I'm going to be, be able to answer them. I don't have answers written down here, so I really am going off the dome, but these are some questions that I think about often. One, why is the dating culture so unconventional now? How is it that I don't even want to, I don't even know how many years ago, because I feel like if I could say any amount of years ago and it would be valid, but in, I'm going to say, I don't know, 20 plus years ago, maybe 30 years ago. I don't know. I wasn't alive, but based off of what I know, dating, the dating scene was, I want to say more intentional and Oh, preface, I'm speaking from a heterosexual perspective here in heterosexual relationships, truly because that's just, that's personal. And I don't think I'm able to speak on any other communities at this moment. But anyway, so I just feel like dating back then, quote unquote back then, was just more intentional. I feel like guys were more straightforward and direct with their desires and their pursuits I don't know I can't tell you the last time I don't want to get too personal you know this is personal but I don't want to get too personal you know I gotta keep things to myself but I don't remember the last time I've been truly I felt truly pursued and that's okay right I'm 21 I'm young I'm a baby I love it I love that for me and I love that for anyone else who's my age or around my age I love that for us because we are young and we have so much life to live we haven't experienced or we haven't met all the people we're gonna love yet in life and we haven't met all the people that are gonna love us so yes I'm getting excited just talking about it because I'm I'm not going to say I can't wait because I can't wait, but I am anticipating and excited for the people in my life that are going to come into my life and sweep me off my feet. Can't, uh, 
oh, I almost said it again. I am excited for that. And yeah, let's get back on track. Why is dating culture so unconventional? I don't know. I can't answer that. I want to say, and I know a lot of things get attributed to this, but it really does. It really has made a significant impact. And that's social media. Social media has uprooted our our entire culture, our, our entire way of communicating with others. I was talking to my cousin the other day about this where I I don't want to always use my major as the reason why I'm like this, but I am a communications major and have been studying this for a while, how humans interact with one another and also psychology minor. So uh, there's just a ton of background about how our brains operate when we're communicating with one another. And I love talking clearly, clearly we're 12 minutes and I'm only one question in. I love to talk. I love getting to know others and I'm a storyteller. I love to tell stories. I love hearing stories. But what I can say to you all is that in the last couple of years, and I'm going to, it's COVID, yeah. I'm going to say that since then, I haven't wanted to talk. I don't want to talk. I like I, I do still want to talk, but it's different. I feel that being on social media and being so heavily immersed in social media, which is super ironic considering that, well, I was going to say I work for an organization, um, Live More Screen Less, and that we advocate for digital well-being and intentional screen usage. And yet I still fall into the trap of on it, like using my phone so unintentionally. I'm so not mindful about it at all. And it's getting worse every day. But with all the information that I know from working at this organization, being a communications major, I still fall into the trap. And what I was telling my cousin is that I love to talk, but I don't want to talk to people anymore in public. I don't want to make small talk. I don't know if it's social anxiety. I don't know if it's just the culture, like the environments that I'm in. But I was telling her how I was waiting for class to start the other day. I'm in the hallway and I'm standing outside the doorway because the previous class hasn't hadn't finished their class up. So I'm waiting. Now, one thing I am mindful of is when I'm in public and I'm waiting for something or waiting on my coffee to be done, anything. I will not go on my phone. I really, I try really hard not to pull my phone out because that's, you know, the default that we go to now. Just now that I've said that, be mindful and aware of that. Once you go out in public and you're around other people, just be aware. You're going to be in an elevator and all of a sudden everyone's going to pull out their phone. It's going to be silent. Everyone says they're going to go down. I encourage you to fight the urge to take your phone out. But anyway, I try not to do that because I don't want that to become my escape from it human connection, right? You know, and I'm on it all the time. Anyway, I don't need to be in those little moments where five minutes seems like an eternity. I get it, but you don't need to occupy your time with false and temporary validation on a screen, right? So I try not to go on my phone. However, I didn't want to approach anyone to start small talk because everybody else was on their phones. Do you see what I'm trying to say? You see the dilemma here? I love talking, but I didn't feel like creating small talk because everyone was already occupied doing their own thing, but I also don't want to go on my phone. It's a whole thing. 
how are we relating this back to dating? Yes. So because the way we interact and connect with others is so digital and virtual, when we're in inter- when we have in person interactions, it doesn't it doesn't seem natural anymore. It doesn't seem natural, and I feel like because I feel like in the past when we didn't have when the smartphones weren't as prominent and prevalent and widely used you had to communicate with one another you had to talk in person you had to pursue someone in person you had to go up to someone and say i think you look really nice today or i think you look really nice i don't know who you are but you look good and i don't know you yet but i know what you look like and i want to get to know you and then you exchange numbers and then you go home and you wait for his call you know or even pre-phone let's make a plan to meet up at this place at this time i'll see you there and then you meet up and you're there and all the time that in between the time you met that person and that that interaction that meet up you're anticipating actually seeing them in person how exciting how so exciting for me I need to do better at this, guys. I'm really about to expose myself here. I don't know how personal this is going to get, but just listen. When I... (laughs) No, I don't know if I want to do this. When I... mm, When someone new in my life piques my interest, I will try to find everything I can about them online. Wow, there, I said it. I'm not the only one, so I'm not going to feel ashamed for saying that. However, it is embarrassing. And I feel like if you are listening to this and you fall, you think that you're one of those people that piqued my interest, say nothing. You didn't hear this. Block it out of your mind. Anyway, I think it's very natural and normal for us to want to know everything about somebody. And because we have access to do so, we're going to do it. You can't tell me that you can't tell me not to dig up all your dirt and all the best things about you that I mean that from what's accessible online and not do it that doesn't seem you know I want to know what I'm getting myself into first to a certain extent I think that that's good in in the sense that you don't want to go out with someone who is dangerous but at the same time that takes the excitement and the anticipation and the the presentness I guess of actually meeting and talking to them in person let them tell you how many siblings they have right let them tell you tell you their mom's name and what they like to do on the weekends you know let them tell you when their birthday is don't go and find that don't do that okay let's stop doing that 2024 we're no longer being PIs okay we're no longer private investigators but truly social media has changed the trajectory of how we go about connecting with other human beings and it makes me sad and yet I still am perpetuating the cycle of it and we all are and that's difficult because you want to try to find a balance between trying to still stay connected with people because that's the way we connect right now you know that digitally is it that's how we build relationships I guess but also you don't want to get too consumed to the point where you you lose yourself in it and you lose that real genuine in-person connection right i'm gonna move on i kind of popped off on that one so i need to 
move on here. This is what four months of not talking <laughs> is going to do. Okay, I won't go that long, I promise. Two and, two weeks out max, right? You know, I, I'm i going to pre-plan some episodes for when I go to South Africa. So you guys don't even have to worry about that. You don't have to worry. Along with the first question, here's some other ones. I'm just going to read them all and then I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to go off. Why aren't men courting women anymore? Does it, do you guys even know what the word courting means? Let's look it up together. This is our podcast. This is us together doing this as one. You're here with me in the room. I know it. Okay. To court someone is to be involved with romantically, typically with the, wow, <laughs> typically with the intention of marrying. Mm. Another definition is to pay special attention to someone in an attempt to win their support or a favor. Wow. Okay. To be involved with romantically, typically with the intention of marrying. Okay. I I think what's really important about that definition is at the end it said with the intention of marrying, intention of marrying. So not so too often. Too often in our generation, I'm saying our, assuming you're my age, we encounter people who aren't, who don't have intentions of marrying, right? At least not you, right? This might be an unpopular, you know what? Whatever, it's my podcast. I can talk about whatever I want. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I recently heard about this, not recently, it was in the summer, I heard about this term called cab theory i want to say taxi cab theory where or yellow cab theory i don't know to be honest i actually don't exact i don't know if I'm, I'm totally gonna butcher this but i think it's basically when a guy if you think about a cab if their light is turned on no what wait let's let's pause because yellow cab theory i'm gonna butcher it so i'm gonna have to look it up here we go okay apparently it's stems from um, an episode of Sex in the City where Miranda Hobbs declared that men are like cabs. Quote, when they're available, their light goes on. They wake up one day and decide they're ready to settle down, have babies, whatever. And they turn their light on, right? As if they're a cab. And then they turn the light on being like, okay, you can get in my cab now. The next woman they pick up, boom, that's the woman they marry. So basically, this is theory is saying that guys aren't ready if if they're not ready for marriage or kids at whatever age or season that they are in life whether you whether you're that woman in their life at that point in time or not they're not going to want to marry you because it's not about you like it's not personal from what i've heard it's not personal most of the time it's mainly that they're just not in a position where they want to be married. So if they're dating you and they're in a season of not wanting to get married, chances are you're going to get to a point of wanting to be married a lot sooner. And then he's going to not want that. And you guys break up, say the next season, he literally the next season, like going from spring to summer, say he's in summer now and he meets someone, but he's ready to be married now. He's going to marry her because that's the first person in front of him, you know? Okay too much on that theory but that is what I feel like I've been experiencing often because 
I keep encountering people who don't have that intention. It's okay to not want to be married. We're young. I get that. But I say, don't even get involved. Don't even, please do not, PSA, please do not talk to me. Don't show interest in me. Don't try to pursue me if you're not about it. If you're not interested in pursuing me further than a pen pal, than a snap friend, then, you know, I don't, that's another thing. I'm sorry, I'm going off, but when are we all going to collectively delete Snapchat and, and stop using that as a way to talk to someone? That's not, we're not doing that anymore. I know we grew up on it and that's our thing or whatever. And I love my snap memories, but I'm done. I'm, I don't want to do the streaks anymore. I'm over it. And I don't want to try to build a relationship over snap. That seems so inauthentic. It seems ingenuine and it's not real. That's a false sense of connection. We're, we're just, we're, we all, I believe, I mean, I'm assuming at least for me, we all strive to have deep rooted, genuine connections and yet we're going about it in the most ingenuine ways. And I am no longer interested in that approach to dating. And that's just my piece. Why is showing interest or too much interest a turnoff? Why is being nonchalant preferable? Let's talk about it. Nonchalantness is unattractive period. You heard it here first, folks. Okay. A nonchalant person, they can be nonchalant for whatever reason. They could have social awkward, awkwardness. I don't know if I want to say that. Social awkwardness, social anxiety. They might be insecure. Most of the time, I feel like that's the case. Or they just don't want to be vulnerable. They're trying to protect their heart. They have their guard up, whatever it is. That could be valid for you. But please do not be nonchalant. Please don't do not be. Please don't be nonchalant with me because I take nonchalantness as if you, I take it that you don't care, that you're not as interested, that you don't respect me enough to give me a straightforward response. And maybe that's just me and that's personal because I am straightforward and direct. So I expect to receive that back and have all of that reciprocated. But it's not cute. And I don't get how this just goes back to talking about dating in the past where people would literally show their interest so far to the point where, yeah, today we would say, oh, that's way too much. Like you, this is your first time seeing me. You already, you already want to take me on a date. Oh, this is a date. Yeah, babe, it's a date. Why are we hanging out? Why are we calling them hangouts? <laughs> Sorry, that's funny to me. Why are we calling them hangouts? Why are we? Why is me going over to your place? Are you coming over to my place? That's not a date. What can, what are we going to do at your house that I can't do at mine? You know, by myself, you know, I don't get not wanting to pursue someone fully. And put your heart out fully. I, like I, in a sense, I totally get not wanting to be vulnerable because that's so difficult. It is so difficult to be vulnerable, but that's the only way that we can make deep-rooted connections with people. I have, I had a professor, psychology professor, my favorite. He 
in uh, at my school right now, and he said once that knowing someone is loving someone, and loving someone is knowing someone. It's a cycle. To know someone is to love someone, and to love someone is to know someone. We, as people, need to be more open to knowing others so that we can love them deeper. We can love them harder. It's so important to be open to that. At least be open to the idea of putting yourself out there and hoping to get that in return. And if you don't, then, you know, that's a part of life. That's a part of being human. But if you don't ever try, if you don't ever risk that or like go out of your way to seek that, you're never going to find it. And that's just what I believe. But yeah, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that one. Another thing I do want to talk about quick is this idea of intentionality and dating with intention. And if any of the things that I've said so far have resonated, I really want you to like receive this, take it with you. If I said any pointers that are, like I said, resonating with you, then please implement them into your life. Because as a culture, I think we all need to do a better job of being more intentional with our, even friendships, you know, let's just be more mindful of that. But with intentionality, I think we often, at least for me, I make so many excuses for other people's behavior. And as much as we should have grace for one another, there comes a point where we have to see things and people for what they are and believe them. Please believe them. Since from a young age, my mom told me, when people show you who they are, believe them. I don't know. I feel like I've said that in an episode in the past. I feel like I've said that before, right? And I'm saying it again, and I'm going to continue to say continue to say it because it is so important. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. If if a guy tells you, I'm sorry, I'm only speaking from my perspective of being a girl, but there's no guy here to rebuttal. So hit me up in the DMs if you want to talk. But if a guy says to you, I'm not ready for a relationship, but I still want to kick it or yeah, yeah, that's all he has to say. It is not your job. <laughs> it is not your place or position to say, oh, well, I'll wait, you know, we can, we can make it work whenever you're ready. If you're not ready right now, we can wait, we can hang out, we can kick it until you're ready or uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. let's take a major step back let's really observe this from an outside objective perspective because he just told you i'm not ready for a relationship and you're trying to make excuses for that and trying to whatever you're trying to do it's not going to work because whatever you do however you act whatever you say is not going to make that man like you more period done that's on him that he's not ready for a relationship and what you need to do with that is receive that acknowledge it validate it and run that's it just run away because I don't know about you but I think it takes a lot more energy for me it takes a lot more energy to try and change someone's behavior or thought process than to just find someone who already has that that thought process that you want or the behavior that you want I mean in a sense, it's hard both ways because it's difficult to find people like that in this day and age. But 
I would rather put my energy into seeking someone who has the behavior and thought and thoughts that I desire than to try and change someone to fit that person, right? That seems like a lot of energy taken out. And it's also just not your job to fix people. It's just not your place. Worry about how you want to show up in the world, how you want to communicate with others, and how you plan to have standards that you're not going to fall back on when you encounter a person who says something like that. Done. Okay, that was a good one. (laughs) Some last, this is funny, some um, last key points that I have written down is that all of this just makes me kind of sad. I get a little sad when I talk about things like this because I'm such a lover girl, but the interaction I've had with both romantic relationships and like with the with the men in my life whatever and friendships thus far are just hardening my heart and I have such a soft heart I really don't want to harden it but I feel like I'm becoming bitter and I don't want to be bitter and we shouldn't be bitter yes we should have standards yes we should have we should have self-worth but it's getting a little sad to have to have multiple interactions like that are the same and going through the same thing but I believe that's just one step closer to your future partner that's just one step closer to you loving yourself even more one step closer to you becoming more more aware and mindful of who you are how you want to show up and your intentions in the world and your desires every interaction or situation that you go through you will now walk away knowing what you want and what you don't want and that's only just going to continue to get stronger overall i think we all need to be to become more open to knowing others just let's really be open and vulnerable so that we can know others so that we can love them deeper and the more we love them the more we want to get to know them and i think that's such a beautiful thing and I really encourage you to take that away with you because out of all of the things that I've said today, and hopefully you're still listening, but I really want us all to just know each other so that we can love each other. And that's all I have for you today. I'm so glad we got to talk. We, it's been me, but I, it's been a long time and I'm just glad that I'm able to express some of these things I will be having a guest on soon because yeah I would love to to debrief this a little bit more but thank you all so much for listening I love you goodbye